0: Guys, this is like the second episode. You're gonna have beautiful morning voices.
1: Yeah.
0: We sound like toads. <laughs> Leave us alone. We're in heat and making the <laughs> all the. <laughs> My croaking brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> and they're like, it's better than yaws." <laughs> better than yaws.
1: All right. Oh, were Those, you about to start? I yeah. wasn't looking up. Sure was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it didn't it, come okay. out of my mouth. <laughs> Hey guys! (laughs) (laughs) I had to remember when you used to always say that, and then you'd have to restart about a thousand times. Yeah,
1: because that was it. Cut it. Come fuck off, you fucking fuck.
0: (laughs) It's. uh, I'm sorry. What the podcast? Weird. Since you clicked on it, Uh, episode 89. I'm Amanda. It's your turn.
1: It's me. I'm me. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Your balls just dropped. Your voice went away.
0: There we, there we go.
1: We're both going to have uh beautiful morning voices again. Yep. Especially since I just woke up. My Guys, alarm didn't set it. They're not morning voices.
0: They are our, our sexy raspy voices. They're sexy raspy voices. Uh um,
1: uh the sounds of toads earlier. I might put that in the beginning just cuz it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: interesting that's for sure oh. uh what's up since like two days ago how you doing
1: uh we got pizza christmas. i did it was delicious okay. i ate it all um mm. uh we put up our christmas tree awesome uh kind of it's funny because we oh my god, god. <sighs>
0: oh, oh, oh it <laughs> right
1: through the computer (laughs) (laughs) uh Uh, we were arguing about where to put up the christmas tree because we have such a small living room and we like the way our um living room is set up right now works best for when like because it was it's arranged from when i had surgery last time
0: uh, uh
1: and because i'm having surgery in december or like in a couple weeks later we didn't want to rearrange it because it works best for like the scooter and how I have to have my leg elevated and everything mm-hmm. so but there's no place to put the Christmas tree and I was like why don't we just put it in front of the front door we don't ever use the front door and dad's like yeah but what if I want to use the front door and I'm like just don't for like a month man just, just don't go find- he's like what if there's a fire in the kitchen and that's the only way out and I'm like then you fucking yeet the Christmas tree and use the front door like it's a tiny it's like Shorter than me. It's not like it's a nine-foot Christmas tree. You just pick it up and yeet it and use the front door. <laughs> um, if there's a fire and that's your only way out, we're not going to be worried about the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, we're going to yeet it and just open the door. It's not hard. But uh he decided to make a platform Oh, that... Goes from the top, you know how we have that, like, the couches against the, like, stairwell wall? Yes. Goes from the top of the stairwell wall uh huh, all the way back and covers the stairwell. So you have to duck? No, it's, our stairwell is, like, 20 it's feet It's, like, high feet. enough? I so didn't know if it, like, that... cut
0: into the actual staircase at all.
1: No, it's from the landing. It goes over the landing of the first okay thing of stairs. He put a platform there, and that's where our Christmas tree sits now. Well, fancy. I, you got a floating tree. I have a floating, and now it sits right above me. And so I was, like, laying under it. And I'm like, well, I'm all done with your Christmas presents, guys. And Mom's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they're under the tree. And she's like, she's like you're under the tree. And I'm like, very good, Linda. I'm your present. <laughs> very good deduction skills. She's that like, well, I'm not present. unwrapping you. And I'm like, good, because I don't want you to. <laughs>
0: Sorry, you're staying wrapped all year long.
1: <laughs> How was your last two days?
0: Oh, it's good. I mean, I've been playing catch up with uh, Mary Kay since I was out of town most of the week. And then um, Chris's daughters came into town and Emmett got to stay for the weekend. So we have a full house right now. And it's oh, fun. It's been fun. We did like a game night last night, had a fire, and
1: it was good. It's a good time. Been go- it's been good. The family time. Yeah, yeah all right well i have yeah. nothing else to say should we just start this bitch i
0: know, there's not much to like chat about since we just did this so <laughs> tell me your
1: story oh all right well how unexpected of you i gotta pull it up <laughs> i am unprepared i am unprepared um no really i am where the fuck is it? okay it's gone
0: then you don't have a story, and I get to just tell my, like, two-page story, and
1: we'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> and I... that's it, folks. Thanks. <laughs> and da da That's all, folks. Um Oh, porky pig. <laughs> and bacon.
0: She's going to be up there making breakfast here
1: soon. Um. I'm going to tell you about the Franciscan priest murders. Ooh. Okay. So Reverend Father Rinaldo John Rivera, Rivera, who was born October 9th, 1924, was a Catholic priest of the Franciscan order and served the, at the Cathedral Basilica of St. Francis in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So on the evening, on the evening of August 5th, 1982, a man who went by the name Michael Carmelo called the rectory.
0: Rector? Damn near gave her a job in management. (laughs) Then Kissel.
1: Oh, God. Uh, I can't say that word now without hearing that. Damn near Senator. Damn near voted her into office. Uh. God. Okay. Uh and claimed his grandfather was dying near a rest stop in Waldo and that he had requested his last rights. First of all, why are you not calling nine one one? Right. Uh Father Patrick Gerard, the priest who answered the car, told the man his eyesight was too poor for him to safely drive and asked him to call back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I get it, he's dying, but
1: like, I, can't I can't get
0: there. <laughs> so just call
1: back. <laughs> Click. Uh Rivera took the second call and agreed to meet the man and perform his grandfather's last rites. The caller stated he would be waiting for Rivera Rivera in a blue pickup truck. Okay. Days later, Rivera's body was found several miles away from the rest stop, lying in a muddy field near the Waldo exit on Interstate 25. He had been shot once in the stomach and strangled with wire, possibly a coat hanger. Oh, ew. Ew. Oh, sorry, I punched my mic. <laughs> Gone. Uh, law enforcement briefly considered a recent... Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I skipped. <laughs> Rivera's Brown 1974 Chevy Malibu was discovered parked at a rest stop on Interstate 40 near Grant's. Its gas tank was empty. His last rights kit was never found. The FBI intervened in the investigation and produced a psychological portrait of the person responsible for Rivera's death. The forensic pathologist determined the motive for Rivera's murder was revenge.
0: Revenge. What did he do?
1: We'll get there. Okay. Law enforcement briefly considered a recent parolee suspect, but he was ruled out due to his alibi, as well as his fingerprints not matching the unknown fingerprints that were on the vehicle. Um, A former Santa Fe resident who later moved to New York was considered another suspect, but there was never any concrete evidence to link him.
0: Okay.
1: So, a year and a half later, Reverend Father John Patrick Kerrigan had, had served as a priest in Plains, Montana before being transferred to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Ronan, Montana on July 18th, 1984. And on the evening on July 20th, two days after- You need
0: to just start that again. <laughs> and on the
1: evening... <laughs> On the evening of July 20th, two days after Kerrigan's arrival and appointment in the church, he left a bakery in downtown Ronan, uh, and that was the last time he was seen. He failed to report for his 6.30 a.m. mass on July 21st, and then a missing person report was filed on July 23rd. On July 29th, articles of bloody clothing were found lying alongside Montana Highway 35. Uh on Flathead Lake near Polson, along with a bloodied coat hanger. These items were located about five miles from Ronan. On July 30th, Kerrigan's vehicle, also a brown Chevy Malibu, was discovered abandoned several miles away. In the trunk, his wallet, which contained $1,200, was found along with a bloodstained shovel and pillowcase. Though Kerrigan's remains have never been recovered, he is believed to have been murdered.
0: Well, I mean, it sounds like it.
1: So, following his disappearance, New Mexico law enforcement were notified of the case due to the similarities um, with Rivera's murder. Similarities between the victims included their shared vehicles, as well as the manners in which they were murdered, uh, or believed to have been murdered. Uh, In both incidents, the vehicles of men were driven away from the crime scene, and there was evidence that wire coat hangers had been used. Uh, Rivera's, Rivera's autopsy showed that he had been strangled with some form of metal cord which is believed to be the coat hanger. Yep. While in Kerrigan's disappearance, that bloody coat hanger was found Mm -hmm. with the clothes. Both men were also priests who belonged to the Franciscan order, and both were approximately 58 years old at the time of their respective deaths. Wow. Uh, So law enforcement attempted to to connect them further. Uh, They did find that Kerrigan had spent time at the congregation of the servants of the paraclete in uh Yevez springs new mexico in 1983 um prior to being appointed in helena montana this congregation was used as a retreat for clergy suffering from personal difficulties such as substance abuse depression and sexual misconduct
0: dun, dun, dun. imagine that i mean
1: i'm not i'm not saying i'm just saying i'm not saying i'm just saying uh So, Kerrigan had spent nearly a year there, but they did not disclose the reason. Uh, No evidence was uncovered that Kerrigan and Rivera even knew each other. In November of 1984, Lieutenant Gilbert Ulibari, a police officer in Santa Fe, stated that he had a gut feeling that the two crimes were related and were likely committed by a drifter who has psychological problems with priests. Okay. Okay. Uh, despite the parallels in the crimes, uh, the New Mexico police state detective insisted in 1992 that there was no connection whatsoever between the murder of Rivera and the disappearances of Kerrigan. Okay. So um, they think it's just a coincidence? There, It's like some people are saying, some police officers are saying they're connected and others are saying they're not.
0: I mean, they sound fairly
1: similar. Yeah. Uh, so two days... Uh, uh, two days after Kerrigan disappeared, 31-year-old school teacher Curtis Holman went missing from Missoula, Montana, and his vehicle was found abandoned approximately 40 miles from where Kerrigan was discovered. Though there's no evidence connecting those two disappearances, Holman's brother pu- publicly insisted that they may have been linked due to the proximity and location and time frame. His whereabouts are still also unknown. Huh. So, um... In 2015, after two groups of individuals brought a 2011 class action lawsuit against the Diocese of Helena for sexual abuse claims, uh, the Diocese published a list of 80 clergy members who had been suspected or implicated in the sexual abuse of minors, and Kerrigan was included among those on the list, which consisted largely of priests and nuns. Okay. In 2020, uh, Brian D'Ambrose, author of Montana Murders, Notorious and Unsolved, um, and he also has a podcast of that same name, uh, he stated that more than 35 years later, he now had access to the notes of the lead detective on the Kerrigan case. He he said that an alternative theory based on the notes claiming that it was possible that Kerrigan staged the crime scene and faked his own death, perhaps with the assistance of the church
0: you know i've watched and read a lot of things on that stuff and it is very very frustrating to see how they like shift everybody around they do it's like instead of actually doing
1: any sort of like it's um, like a ponzi scheme but with pedophiles
0: yeah they just oh they got in trouble here we'll just move you over here we won't necessarily say anything about it um, we'll just move you so that we're not getting... Basically, they don't want the bad press, so they just move them to make it seem...
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I they, just... Oh. They... They did. I feel yeah. the new Pope not taking any of that bullshit. But yes, they did. It was terrible. And it's... Fingers crossed that it is fingers a thing crossed. That's,
0: that's passed and done with. and.
1: Yeah. But it's... I mean, stuff is still coming out because... They've not it was also hidden, mm-hmm. and I oh. wouldn't put it past them because the Catholic Church is a. Uh, um, <laughs> You're Catholic, so this is fine to say. It's fine to say. Uh, it's a power all into its own, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it's formidable, well, and-, and it's there's there's corruption in the U.S. government. There's there's corruption in any place of power. That there is that much power. Mm-hmm. Absolute power corrupts absolutely correct the quote so it i'm not saying that it's okay i'm just saying that it's not only the catholic church that has well exactly it, you know like the u.s government is full of pedophiles but uh mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's gross it's um but, yeah and it's proven and people just ignore it and it drives me bananas
1: yeah so um just look yeah, into it i wouldn't kids. put it past- hashtag save the kids hashtag save the children yeah. um i wouldn't put it past them to fake his own death, mm-hmm. but also it sounds to me like it also could have been someone who like a like the FBI profiled it as a revenge killing. So maybe there was a guy going around killing pedophiles. This rogue man just like because they were both oh. at that center that they said they sent priests with issues. Both both of them were there. Both of them were killed in a similar manner.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and. I mean, if this person happens to be someone who suffered from abuse from a priest and or someone in power, I could see where it's like, I don't necessarily think it's right, but I could see where they would put in their mind, be like, okay, so they're on this list. They went to this place. Get them out of here. Right. So uh, good one. Good one. I'm, I'm glad
1: that one wasn't necessarily mine. There wasn't like the kid murder. That's nice. Just a little um, molestation talk. Just, <laughs> right, and it it didn't go too deep. So you know, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, we, when we were talking about the Pope, this just jogged my memory that he put out a um like a dictate that says that same sex marriages are should be recognized by the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of cardinals and stuff saying that he can't do that and they were like saying it was against the faith blah 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 and I'm like bitch you're contradicting yourself because you motherfuckers say God elected the Pope and chose the Pope and that his rule is now law in the Catholic Church so for you to say he can't do that hey you can't do that who the fuck are you sit your ass down well and it's (laughs)
0: I'm the it's mother- stuff like that, right? <laughs> it's stuff like that where it's like, but didn't y'all say since the beginning of time that it's God speaking through this man? Yes. But I mean, whatever. If it if it doesn't fit your narrative, then I guess it's not for you, right
1: for you to question that. You sit your ass down, or you're going to hell, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all that stuff really intrigues me, but it also really freaks me out. Yeah. Um. Just, like, the past history of all of that. Oh, yeah. But it's the same thing as, like, like you said, the government stuff. When I read about that, it makes me go, oh, my gosh, I trust nobody. If you ever want to, like, not trust anybody ever again, watch the Epstein docu-series thing on
1: Netflix. It's like that meme I shared. It was, um, help, these steel beams are crushing my legs. How do I get rid of them? Melt them with jet fuel. And then they pour jet fuel on it. And it just <laughs> doesn't do anything, and they're all looking at each other like, "What? What?" Uh, my friend uh, from college commented on it, and dot dot dot. Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little just uh, everything. So the uh,
1: uh, uh, that's all I got. That that I don't even have words. It just sounds just just sound like a croaking toad. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, but I ate that pizza, and now I gotta poop. So it'll be a quick one because I can feel it. Me too. We'll we'll be right back
0: (laughs) after the a word from your sponsors. (laughs) The dead air. (laughs) Hello, 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 hello. Hi. Hi. What's up? Not too much. Feeling, feeling refreshed. Are you feeling
1: footloose and fancy free?
0: um kind of i mean i just wrapped myself like a burrito with my blanket on my legs but so i'm not super
1: fancy for you right right this moment pretty pretty wrapped pretty wrapped up like a burrito. Mm. Burrito. burrito okay enough what are you gonna tell me about today I'm going to tell you the story of
0: Lawrence Joseph Bader and John Fritz Johnson.
1: Fritz. Fritz. Fritzel. Okay. Uh, Fritzel. Okay, Chris. You don't need to slam the pans. It's okay. And the sounds of the Nielsen household that get drained up
0: to. So his, uh, all of our, the dishwasher and the stove are very like creaky. We need to put like a little, grease them up a little bit. So every time you open it, it goes, okay. So Lawrence Bader was born December 2nd of 1926 in Akron, Ohio. Uh, He was a cookware salesman for Reynolds metals corporation. And on March 15th, excuse me, (laughs) I had a bubble in my throat. Um, And on March 15th of 1957, he rented a 14-foot boat, kissed his wife, Mary Lou, goodbye, who was pregnant. Mary Lou, who? <laughs> I know. Mary Lou. Um, so she was pregnant and they had three kid, Three kids? Three okay. kids. One three. one of three. Three okay. kids. I got it. <laughs> oh, boy. Words. Um, and he started off to his journey. He was going to Lake Erie for a fishing trip. Okay. Like, it was really simple, something he did. Not it wasn't weird. Okay. Okay. Uh there was a storm that night, and his boat was found empty the next day with minor damages and it was missing an oar. So those were the only like problems with it, but he wasn't on it. Okay. Um, about four days later, a man named John Fritz Johnson showed up at the round table bar in, o- <clears throat> in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, apparently he made himself known, uh, he would, so he did this thing where he sat on a flagpole. I'm not totally sure what that means, but for 30 days to raise money for polio. So I don't know if they had like a platform at the top of it or something. And he sat and just like sat there. I hope he put a platform at the top. Otherwise, otherwise, where did the
1: flagpole go? (laughs) That's have you
0: seen those? Have you seen those memes where? And then everybody had questions about Bob, and it was like it's like a traffic cone, and then this guy's like sitting on a traffic cone, and <laughs> half of it's gone. But I'm guessing it's like bent down, and he's sitting on yeah. it. But, but it looks like it's his butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he first became a bartender, then a radio announcer, and then he actually became a TV sports director at ketv7
1: oh.
0: so he was a minor celebrity because he was very outgoing and charismatic mm-hmm. um just in their area like a local celebrity uh johnson bought himself a hearse and he outfitted it with pillows and a bar and incense and he called it his hunting vehicle
1: ew and
0: i, I wrote the pussy Yeah, that's that's what I wrote. I wrote, hunting that pussy.
1: (laughs) Same brands. He's Um, a big cat hunter.
0: (laughs) Tiger King.
1: (laughs) Oh, fucking no. I'm glad we think we're funny. Okay. Oh, God. So, in 1961,
0: Johnson married Nancy Zimmer, who was a divorcee. Ooh. Uh, 20 years old and she had a daughter. She's 20
1: and it was a divorcee? It, it was the, like,
0: 50s. So, oh, yeah, she got married right out of high school, I'm sure. And they popped out a kid and then... Bye. Nope. Bye. Bye, bitch. Uh, so Johnson adopted her daughter and the two of them had a son themselves once they got married. Okay. At this time, I was like, okay, if he was born, he was like 40 almost.
1: Mm-hmm. That's gross.
0: So, which like to each their own i just feel like it's there's such a difference in like it's like a generation difference mm-hmm. at that point where you're like
1: how do you guys relate but whatever um he relates to that pussy <laughs> she she was she was a young and
0: she, she must have been cute um oh
1: god i sound like a dude when i say shit like that anyway <laughs>
0: Uh, in 1964, it was found that Johnson had a cancerous tumor behind his left eye. Um, at the time, he ended up losing his eye when they went in for surgery. So he would wear an eye patch now, which made him even more of a known like character around mm-hmm. the city. Um, and then on February 2nd, 1965, Johnson attended a archery tournament in Chicago. Ch- si- uh, Chicago. Chicago. Side note. Um, Bader from the beginning was also a huge like um enthusiast for archery. So he also used to go to these different things all the time. Um so there was an acquaintance of Bader that recognized Johnson as Bader at this tournament. Um, despite the mustache and the eye patch, because (laughs) apparently that was his not disguise, but that was the look that was different. Mm-hmm. Um, this man then brought Bader's niece in, who was 21 years old now. So she was, when he disappeared, she would have been like 14
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's been seven years or so. Um, to come see him and see what she thought. Her name was Suzanne Pika. Um, peekaboo.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I felt like you'd say something. I wasn't
1: going to go there, but if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Suzanne agreed, and so she came in and she's like, "Yeah, that's definitely Larry, her fucking Larry." Um, so she approached him and asked, "Pardon me, aren't you my uncle Larry Bader, who disappeared seven years ago?"
1: <laughs> Just fucking balls to the wall. Hey, bitch, I know who you are. Oh, don't try to lie to me. <laughs> um Johnson seemed
0: like genuinely confused and kind of laughed it off, like, "Okay, lady, no, I'm."
1: My name's not Larry, it's John, but okay. His and name is John Johnson? Yeah. I just caught that. What, how creative. Anyway, continue.
0: Um, but Suzanne called Bader's two brothers to come from Akron, so it's a little further away to come see.
1: How long is this archery show? Is he just standing it's there? A they're- so oh. It's a tournament, Oh, it's through the weekend. Okay. I was um, like, Jesus Christ, he's just standing there waiting? Yeah, go just, get your... <laughs> could you just wait? <laughs> Right here for a couple hours.
0: <laughs> um, so, they they brought his like military records, Bader's military records from before, and they compared the fingerprints on them. They're doing like this detective work, like they're like they're professionals, and they're like, "Yep, same fingerprints, same like everything." And this guy is like,
1: "What the fuck? How'd they get what his fingerprints?"
0: Um, Bader's yeah oh, no military, Johns. but they just he he gave it to them because oh. he was like, I'm not this guy, like oh, here you go, okay. um, but then they matched, and Johnson was flabbergasted, and he kind of had this realization that he must have made up memories because he didn't remember much from like when he was a younger adult or childhood, and I guess it's like a thing where people can make up like their brain basically fills in the empty spaces. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's rare, but it happens. Um, so he realized he had two lives and two wives.
1: (laughs) (gasps) So like, did he fall out of the boat and hit his head or something?
0: He must have, because he has no idea what happened. They also think that I'll get there. Um, I'm going to jump ahead and then have to stop and reread things. But it was like, this is his quote about when he like had a realization that he was this guy. He's like, it was like a physical shock up until that moment. I had no doubt that I was not Larry Bader. But when I heard that it was like a door had slammed and somebody had hit me right in the face he's like I I didn't think I was him and then they're like well your fingerprints match you look just like him here's a picture of him this is you in this picture and it's like yeah it is I can't say it's not because weird um so his appearance like his reappearance shook up uh Mary Lou's life a lot because she was receiving monthly payments from the government for social security because she hadn't of like 254 dollars because she hadn't had a job, he was the main breadwinner. Mm-hmm. And so once he disappeared, she had to like have him declared dead in order to get all this stuff and finally mm-hmm. she got it figured out and she had collected like almost $40,000 in life insurance to pay off the debts that they had. Right. And all that stuff and now she had to pay all this back because he was alive.
1: That doesn't make sense to me because if she was able to legally declare him dead, Yeah, but if he was proven
0: to be alive, he's not dead. So then it basically takes all this stuff back. But she in
1: good faith believed that he was dead and had him legally declared dead. I don't don't know. It doesn't doesn't mean that 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 they can't say... Oh I know, but it doesn't seem right that they should be able to do that. But continue. It
0: doesn't seem right, but it's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mary Lou also had recently accepted a marriage proposal from a man, but now that he was, Larry was actually alive, their marriage was basically reinstated. So she couldn't marry this guy that she had been seeing.
1: Until she divorces him. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And so Mary Lou was Catholic and at the time, they did not do divorces like that just was not a thing mm-hmm. so then she's like well i can't really get married to this other guy cuz i'm still married to you know
1: yeah
0: um and since he had been proven to be alive johnson's marriage to nancy was no longer legal and nancy said though that she would stick by him through everything she's like i don't care if we're legally married or not like we're going right. to we'll just we'll make it work it'll be fine um So, a team of psychiatrists examined Bader for 10 days, and they concluded that Johnson, also Bader.
1: Hold on. Just to be clear, they could get divorces. It's just not sanctioned by the Catholic Church. Yes. Yes. So, she would have to do a a papal dictate and get it annulled.
0: Obviously, it was legal because the Catholic Church can't, like, make laws. But because she was Catholic, it was jumping through loops and trying to figure it all out.
1: My mom um, had to do that to get married to my dad. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but so they concluded that Johnson had no recollection recollection of his past life. Um, but there's also evidence that he may have wanted to start over. He had, so Bader had tried to do many get rich quick schemes And ended up getting kind of uh, in hot water with the IRS. And so they're like, there would be reason for him to like fake his own death and start a new life as this John Johnson guy. But it seems, the psychiatrists say, it seems that he genuinely had no idea. Um, According to these psychiatrists, cases of amnesia, like I said, or memory loss, where your brain fills in the empty spaces isn't unheard of. Um, they also think that the brain tumor may have been responsible for some sort of a, because that would have been when it started growing, um, pushing on some sort of a cortex that made him either forget or lose part of his tissue that made him not Mm -hmm. remember, um, but none of this was really definitively proven because the tumor made a reappearance in Bader Johnson on September 15th of 1966 at St. Joseph's Medical Hospital in Omaha, and he passed away. Aww. So it was like back and with vengeance. So it was like mm-hmm. not long after they found it, he was he had passed away. Um, this left the world with more questions than answers on whether his memory loss was legitimate or a hoax and I don't think anybody's ever gonna know because he's no longer around to say but I thought it was a really interesting case of like the biggest like true crimey part of that would be if he faked his own death Mm -hmm. or the fact that like Mary Lou had to repay this stuff and like do all this.
1: The whole story is just fucking weird though because like How'd he get to Nebraska? We don't know. That's so weird.
0: See, and what it's like, it's like that. So do you remember when I did that other case?
1: Yeah, where he ended up in California and there was no record of him, how he got to California.
0: Yeah. And he said he just woke up one day on the street and was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know my name. I don't know anything. And he just kind of floated from homeless shelter to homeless shelter. until He just made something up. So I wonder if it's something similar to that where he's, like, he, like, went into a fog and ended up in a different city and was, like, what's happening? Um, I guess I'm John Johnson now. I- <laughs> I'm going to sit up
1: on this flagpole. Right. <laughs> that looks like a good flagpole to sit on. <laughs> and that's what, I mean, that's literally what kicked off his, like, fame in mm-hmm. the
0: area was he did this, like, fundraising thing for polio where he just sat on a flagpole for 30 days. So I'm assuming he'd sit on this platform and then get down and just get down to go pee like once a day or whatever. Or
1: he just peed from the top of the platform. Gross. What if he had to poop though? That's gross. Just dropped a log, you know? He just leaned off and hoped for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, boy! <laughs>
0: uh, and that is the story of this man who has two names. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped try- You know, it's Larry Bader, a.k.a. John Johnson
1: John Johnson
0: That's a good Nebraskan name, John Johnson (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh Oh, oh boy, I just karate chopped my headphones Stupid Shut up (laughs) Shut up there was a lot of drag out there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right ladies and gents i hope you enjoyed and non-binaries oh fair <laughs> um i hope you enjoyed today die and every, and every all the day oh uh my headphones are being weird cool great awesome
1: awesome fantastic. oh wow like totally freaked me out i mean right on
0: Toro sure on number
1: one <laughs> uh, thanks for
0: I was gonna say thanks for watching guys <laughs> thanks for listening uh, have a fantastic fantastic week and uh, a fantastic day and uh when would this come out Let's time travel for a second The 18th have a fantastic it's not quite Christmas time but you know time time time. You're
1: a creep. Get your eyeball out of here. Get your eyeball out of here. All uh, right. Go forth. And prosper. Right. Go forth and multiply. If you know what I mean. It's part of our word. Sp- then spread ourselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, also, you know, following stuff.
1: Yeah, that thing. I forgot that about stuff. that. Good okay. job. Bye. Bye.